guys, welcome to the first ever episode 197 <gasps> of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by one of the coolest dudes of video games, Greg Miller. Brap, brap! <laughs> and the Reverend, Jared Petty. A mere three episodes away from that 200 milestone. Yeah. And do we have yeah. guests planned? Do we have a cake plan? Do we have a live event plan? No. No. no, no, no. But Portilla's here today. Too. We do have a couple good uh, Gamescast episodes coming up, though. We got our Game of the Year episode coming up. All right. We got a 2019 Predictions episode coming up. Double all right. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, episode's going to be great. Last episode, episode was great. Yeah, We've been man, on a tear wow. lately. We've been on yeah. a roll. This pre-show was amazing. You can go to patreon.com slash games to watch this show live as it happens. Whoa, or whoa, whoa. You can whoa, get it early. Whoa. Tell them what was on the pre-show. You said you're going to comment me on the pre-show. Go yeah, ahead and do it. I was going to get there. I just want you to do it now, though. Do well, it. I don't want to sit. Wait. Give me I my dessert my first. Give me so, my dessert first. Uh, if you are on Patreon and at the $10 level, you get to watch the pre-show at your leisure and you'd get to see Mr. Astro who came in here. His name's Aaron. Yeah. Mr. Aaron yeah, from yeah, but like you know, it's fun when we, we have a. Thing. I'm just helping you out. I, I think I, thought, I played Mr. You know Astro on the Game Boy Advance, didn't I? Yeah, like that's what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was a, probably a, a THQ game, right? That makes a lot of sense because yeah. it sounds bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did Mr. Astro show you, Greg? Mr. Astro came in with as I'm looking right now through my thing to get to the press release. I believe it's the C40. The Astro C... There we go. Yep. Astro's uh, C40TR, tournament-ready PlayStation 4 controller. Mm. This is the one that got announced last week. You can uh, pop off the faceplate, swap it so you have offset sticks. You can. It's got the paddles on the back, or the pa buttons underneath, so you can program that. It's got 12 hours of battery life. Uh, it's got... Uh, you can uh, dampen the triggers so they don't go down down as far. It's like nice. you only go down 40%. Like Me too. people call them this the Xbox One Elite controller of the PlayStation. I call it that oh. in the interview where we wow. talk about it and use it to play Assassin's Creed but yeah like I was thoroughly impressed I really liked it I like the heft of it and I'm um, I'm in well to, explain to be able to see it and for more of that check out the pre-show patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can get yeah, it right now one big oh, video no, was just explaining you can also replace the faceplate like that that's the part that breaks most often on the controller so they're actually swappable so that you can do effectively in-home repairs on the thing hell yeah it's just pretty cool it was super yeah, easy, too. We didn't have to turn it off. We changed the uh, the stick set while the game was on. I digress. You go see on the pre-show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We get together to talk about video games, all the things that we love about them. Like I said earlier, you can get the show early, even watch it live by going to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You also get the pre and post show there. Um, a whole bunch of other goodies and stuff, including you could be a Patreon producer like our boys Matthew Fellier and Travis Barrett did. Bow, 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 bow. Thank you very much for all of your beautiful money uh, making this show happen. Um, getting towards the end of the year. A lot of video games. We are, out. dude. Lots uh, of games. Playing a lot of cool lots stuff. Of been out. Cool random things. I want to get right into it because last week yep. we did our Game Awards predictions episode. Correct. But it ran really long. So hella we, long. We, hella long, some would say. I would say. Uh, so we're splitting that up into today's episode as well. But we also have been playing a lot of cool new games. So I want to I want to talk about them. First off, you got to start. You got to start. Uh -oh. Started off uh -oh. big. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I flew out to New York um, to to play the game. I played about four or five hours of it. Hot damn! Uh, couldn't talk about it. It was like heavily embargoed. Couldn't even sure. say I was there. Yeah. Sure. Uh, not too many people there. It was cool. It was a nice intimate. Oh, affair. intimate event. Yeah, I would say there's. Were you the best player there? People. Did they do a no, tournament? Did you it win? Wasn't so much. Shirtless like that. shell also, took it all I home. Wasn't the best best there at all for sure. Um, is Andre no one, better than no you? No one there. I've never played against him. Watching him play, he's good. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, there was no pro level people there that I saw. Okay. Everyone was like, you know, a bunch of dumb fucks like us. Got right. perfect. You know that's I mean? the, we fit in. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not an insult to them. That's a 
just a just putting us all in the same bucket. <laughs> I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Insulted them. So yeah, fuck them. Where did you leave off then? Where where do you come away from for so four or five hours? Smash. We get there. Uh, we got about a twenty minute uh, presentation. Was there a guy in a Mario? One of the producers. Outfit? No one in a Mario. Fuck right. uh, One of the producers of Smash Brothers, um, on the American side, uh, gave a presentation, kind of running through all the the highlights of the things that they announced at the direct, the World of Light story mode or adventure mode. Um, and Spirits Board and uh, Classic Mode and a couple okay. things because Classic Mode wasn't really talked about in the last direct. Uh-huh. Um, so this, is that they, the one they, they teased? They were like, "We'll talk about that more." No, that was World of Light. That oh, the okay. last direct or two directs ago teased that the last direct showed. My apologies, that, my apologies. But they didn't really get into Classic. We knew Classic was in it. We just didn't know what it looked like. Okay. Yeah. Um, in some very bizarre Japanese presentation that happened after the last direct, they showed off Classic Mode. But now we got to play it, so that was the whole thing. How they, they did the 20 minute presentation and there wasn't anything like really mind blowing there. Um, a couple of people asked questions about like how long it would take to unlock all the characters and they're like, oh, just a couple hours and ah. we'll be able to get them. There's multiple ways to get uh, the characters unlocked, just like Smash has always done. Yeah. But uh, you can get them all by playing through World, World of Light, which is the story mode, or you can just play a bunch of multiplayer matches and eventually unlock them all. They're being kind of like KG over the specifics of it, but it's KG in a Fune. Uh, Mega Man is in this game. Think about it. Think announcement about it. coming. Think about wow. it. What, what's the announcement? Yeah. He's cool. My wow. number 10. Oh, no, no. No, no, like no, no, no not that. <laughs> um, that will never happen. Anyway, we, we did the presentation, and that, that was cool, whatever. Um, there was about 15 different kiosks set up, uh, all of them with different types of game modes. I would okay. say there was about four or five that were just straight up versus. Um, and you can play one-on-one, you can play multiplayer, like, like up to four players. There was one giant TV that was set up for eight-player Smash. Okay. Um, and then there was just divided up a bunch of stations for Classic Mode, Spirits Mode, and World of Light. I still got to cut to the quick here, Tim. Is this the greatest Smash Brothers of all time? Is I, this the brawl to end them all? I, I see. Okay, uh, I, I think it's going to shake out being the best Smash of all yeah. time. Um, having said that, not in every way. Like, I don't know that Melee will ever be topped in terms of how beloved it is from a fighting game community standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like, they've really taken to Smash Wii U, and I think this is just going to push that even further. And at the end of the day, will be bigger then. Mm-hmm. Will it be better then? I don't know. But whatever. That's. Are you saying the fighting game community doesn't like change? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm <laughs> okay. saying. Um, but I do think that they're making a lot of really smart changes with this, too. Yeah kind of treat the fighting game community, at least as I know it, uh, with the respect of, they're showing respect, and I'm hoping that the fighting game community shows them respect for the decisions they're making in order uh, of them kind of thinking about all the things that have caused issues with Smash Brothers yeah. uh, before, uh, in terms of the limited amount of stages that are tournament viable, uh, in terms of how few characters actually end up being in the finals of multiple Smash games and they're like, hey, look, we're here's what we're doing to address that. And so mm-hmm. I hope that the community kind of like latches onto that. And they kind of did with Wii U, so I'm expecting mm-hmm. it to keep going from there. But for me, that's that's way beyond me. I'm not I'm not there. I'm about just playing the game, about the new characters, about the single player content. Um, starting off the new characters, everyone I played, I'm like, I can't wait to get my hands on more. Incineroar, a character that most people, I think it's fair to say, aren't excited about as a 
character, mm-hmm. which is like as a reveal. I mean, it's like yeah. all right, cool, just another Pokemon. Who cares? Super fun to play. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, there's no other kind of grappler wrestler character in Smash Brothers. It's kind of weird, especially when there's yeah. like over seventy characters. Um, but his play style makes a lot of sense. And the moment you pick him up, you can tell like he's gonna be one of those characters that um, is not for beginners. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a Zangief esque situation okay. we got going on where. A lot of his moves put you in very precarious situations. Uh, one of his, I want to say it's uppy. It might be his right B, but his uppy, I think, he jumps and it kind of goes in a in an arc straight down, kind of like Tomahawk. Okay. Um, Tomahawk and it's super easy to kill yourself accidentally. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, multiple times I was jumping off. I was like, fuck, did not. Just mean to right do off that. a ledge. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's kind of like the problem Wolf had in Brawl. Um, but I was excited. I was like, oh man, I did not expect to be interested by this character. Seems fun to play. Simon and Richter, uh, fantastic. Actually, before you move to them, a question about grappler style, mm-hmm. if you don't mind. Uh-huh. Uh, when you say that, uh, one of the things that I think has kept grappling style characters out of Smash before is that while grappler characters work really well in two-player fighting, mm-hmm. it's much harder when you've got four people running mm-hmm. around and you're vulnerable mm-hmm. in a grapple. How have they addressed that? It's not so much grappling, because Smash works on the rock-paper-scissors system of shield, shield, grab, attack. Okay. Um, so it's not necessarily grappling because every character okay. has grapples with right with throws right mm-hmm. or with grabs. Sure, um, it's more his move style, like the moves, the animations and stuff okay. involve a lot more grappling. Um, so it's just it's it's less of a it, it, it's like Donkey Kong and Bowser would have been the closest things because okay. they have moves that they do kind of grab mm-hmm. and like move the characters around. Thank you. It's just, a lot about positioning on the the battlefield. That was what I guess you meant, but I was I was curious because yeah. you said that I was like, oh, that's interesting. But Incineroar is cool. Um, uh, you saying Simon and Richter? Simon and Richter, man, it's like they play exactly like they're they're the ones I was looking most forward to as new characters, uh, and I'm super excited to to really be able to get my hands on it and dive in. It, preview events are always weird because it's not the ideal situation you want to play the game. Yeah. So like a bunch of people were like, oh, I want to capture all the final smashes, and I'm like. I just want to play Smash right now. Like, I don't want to sit here and, like, yeah. help She have said, I don't work on your game. fucking channel, Andre Seekers. Fuck no off. Game, game <laughs> Lane was fantastic. Uh, some don't don't even. Don't even. Don't even. Don't even, like, put up a front right now. I'm, I'm trying we have to, a feud with them, and okay. we're going to settle it in Smash. I don't know, man. I'm I think at my this point, we've so far managed what? to <laughs> insult everyone who showed up at the event, the mm-hmm. fighting game Not community, everyone. and now Game Explained. It's been a good 10 minutes. Nah. They were super awesome. I spent the whole weekend with them, and they were super great. But... Uh, Simon and, and Richter, both yeah. of them, it, it was hard for me to tell the difference between the two of them because mm-hmm. it was so chaotic and it was like four eight. I love what this works out. Uh, four eight player smash that we're, we were doing, but I love the whip. I love the his his projectile game. Both their projectile game seems different than a lot of the other characters because okay. it's less about the shooting directly and there's more of like the arc of him throwing the all of his different stuff. Yeah, um, definitely like the play style. Ken, it's just Ryu, but it feels better. Like I like Ken seems more to fit my play style like okay. of speed and just the the way he moves. Um, didn't play as Isabel. Don't really care to. I'm um, not a big. Do Richter guy. and Simon feel like weirdly stiff but precise? They don't. Oh, it, it's like you know how Mega Man felt exactly like Mega Man did. Yeah. These guys don't. These that, guys. That, these yeah. guys feel more like Smash Brothers characters. So they're more agile. Yeah, uh, which, which I like. Yeah. It's cool. Um, so more like Alucard in in Symphony, maybe. Yes, than like, okay. definitely, definitely. All right. Um, I feel like I'm missing out on a couple characters that I played. Playing as Young Link and Pichu and a couple of the the melee guys was like super fun. Young Link, at least in the early game, seems pretty dominant. Yeah, like mm. seems like the best Link we've seen so far. Oh, wow. Um, so I was like, whoa, okay, he actually seems viable. 
Um, what but about anyways, Chad? Was Chad did not play. Did not play Piranha Plant. No. Didn't have your amiibo. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, it was a final version of the game. They were saying it was near final, but like, I think the only everyone was being weird about it. I think it was because of the Mr. Game and Watch situation. Oh, right, right. The Native American there, reference. Yeah, thing. yeah. Um, so I think that was the only reason that it is not final. Final. Um, but anyways, that was cool. New characters are great. Smash Bros. is Smash Bros. Right. Um, playing the modes with the charging the final smash up. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. There's a new thing now where before you had to get the smash ball to get the final smash. Now okay. there's a new mode that's a bit more traditional, mm-hmm. uh, like a fighting game where there's a, a charge bar at the bottom of the screen. The more damage you take, the more damage you do. It goes, goes, goes. Eventually you get to use your final smash. It is definitely not as fleshed out as mm-hmm. I'd like it to be. Okay. Um, it, it's not balanced. It's still dumb chaos, Final Smash stuff. Like Competitive people are not going to play like, play this way at all, which is kind of upsetting because it's a cool idea. Um, but you're getting, in like a two-minute match, you're getting two Final Smashes each. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Interesting. Chaotic as fuck. Um, that sounds great to me. I mean, that's what I play the game for. So yeah. This is like all good news. Um, the stages are great. Obviously, so many of them, over 100 of them. Um, there, there's the, that new feature where stage morph, it goes from one stage to another. Mm. I thought that was super, super cool. Weird gimmicky stuff, but it's like it's still fun. And yeah. like to me, a big part of Smash is like I love the Final Destination stage. Like I mm. love just the it's just just a fight. No gimmicks, no craziness. But I really liked in Smash Wii U where they allowed you to um, do the Omega stages of any level. So any level could be Final Destination. Mm-hmm. And the reason I like that was that you get different music. There's over 900 songs in this game. So much of them so epic, so iconic. Um, and the stage morph thing just lets you throughout the same fight hear different songs. That's cool. So it's pretty cool. So you've covered all these minor details, mm-hmm. but what the people really want to know mm-hmm. is when you bring Sukupan in as an assist trophy, how awesome is he? Uh, we did not not play with too many assist trophies, I will say. So I'm sorry, Jared. Now, Some journalist to, you to are. To get to the important stuff here, actually, is the single player content. Yeah. Um, especially for, for those that don't know, I was pretty disappointed with what they showed at the last Nintendo Direct for Smash Brothers that was focusing on all the single player stuff. They didn't show classic mode at all. They just were like, oh, it's here, but you know what that is. Um, but I feel like that was such a disservice to what it actually is in this game. I was going to say, I don't know what it is when you just say classic, classic mode. Classic mode is arcade mode. Uh, for a okay. fighting game. Okay. You, you go through and you, it, it's fighter after fighter. You just fight them all. And then there's the final boss that typically has been Master Hand in right. all the different games, right? That's always been broken up by little mini games, whether it's break the targets or board the platforms right. or race to the finish, whatever. But it's essentially eight different matches. You play through it. You end up fighting the boss. Like playing the campaign in Street Fighter 2. Exactly. Yeah. This game is taking it to the next level. Every single character has their own classic mode. Mm-hmm. That ha- that's oh. lightly based on a on their rivals on their story. Yeah. So an example would be uh, Mario goes through and like they each have like fun little gimmicky names. We can only play classic mode as Mario, Wolf, Duck Hunt, um, Captain Falcon, Falcon Punch, or one other one. I don't know. I I beat I played through the whole game as all of them. Um, and I was shocked at how different each of the classic modes were because in traditional Smash Brothers games they're all the exact same thing mm-hmm. or it's like minor differences like oh instead of fighting against a herd of Yoshis it's a herd of Kirby's it's yeah. like alright who gives a shit um, this it's all story based and character based where is this for every character? Every single character has its wow. own unique thing. And I'm like, this is great. Uh, Mario, you play through, and I don't remember exactly what his theme was, but it was something like 
uh, his NES enemies. Oh, fuck. Dry bones. And, and so, so you play through, and like the the first level, it's him versus Zelda characters that were from the original Zelda game. And then uh, you go through, and it's all just Nintendo <laughs> game characters, Fun, I NES like that. games. And then you end up facing like it's a match against you against all the Koopa kids. Tell me, this is as fun as it sounds. It is. It's. Okay. I mean, it's Smash and it's purest, but it's it's designed. For characters, right? Yeah. And then it ends with a fight of him versus Bowser, and instead of facing Master Hand at the end, he faces Giga Bowser at the end. How oh, fun! And I'm like, that's great. Wolf's story uh, is and story is not the right word to use, but uh, his matches are based on characters that are returning. So yeah, each character is characters that have been cut from previous Smash Brothers. So the first one he faces <laughs> is Ice Climbers. And then you go and you face Solid Snake. You face uh, Young Link and all of them as, as you go through. And then his final boss is one of the bosses from the story mode in Brawl. So, again, make a character making his return. But the unique bosses are, are super cool and interesting because it's like you don't know where you're going to end up. Playing as Duck Hunt Dog, you're going through. The final boss is Rathalos from Monster Hunter. Oh, nice. Whoa. And it's just like... I love how different it, it is, and it's, it's just hunting, like this yeah. feels like there's actual thought put into this. Yeah. Um, so I really appreciated that. I will say that the bonus mode sucks. Okay. Uh, it's a shitty version of Race to the Finish. Mm. Um, we all wanted like a break the targets that was like per okay. character. Um, they haven't had that since Melee for good reason. There's 70 characters now. That would have been a lot of work, and that would have been crazy. But it's one of those things where I'm like this. Bonus mode's not fun, so why have it here? Okay. Like, it, it just kind of, like, tarnishes the experience, and it's really going to suck playing through 70 different characters, doing that mode over and over, and having that mode affect your score. Because uh, the way classic mode works is you choose the difficulty uh -huh. now, uh, but instead of just playing through the whole time, if you lose, your difficulty drops down. Ah. Uh, if you win, it goes up, and there's like a mural that you see, and the, the further you get, the more the mur mural you get to, to see. I'm Nobody... That was there, like, got even close to seeing the whole thing. Oh, I can't so, imagine, yeah. Uh -huh. How so, long is a classic mode? I mean, uh, for the level we were playing at, because we were not going to the crazy-ass difficulties, I uh, probably like 10 minutes. Oh, okay. Maybe 15 Fun. Per, per character. But crappy minigame. Crappy minigame. And it's kind of sad. So I, I have a feeling that the, you're about to drop the, the big truth bomb of pain upon us, though, that something made you very dissatisfied. World of Light, yeah, which is the adventure mode. I'm going to say it right now. Based on the... They only let us play up to rescuing three characters, which was about 30 minutes of yeah. content. Um, it is going to be better than Subspace Emissary. Well, that's actually Whoa! Yeah, unexpected. Totally. But that's because Subspace Emissary, from a gameplay perspective, kind of sucked. The platforming felt super off. The game's not designed around that type yeah. of movement. Um, and it was way too drawn out, and there's just way too many things in it that were just getting in the way of what people wanted, which was getting to the next cutscene. Yeah. Cue Tim Geddes talking about the cinematics. There we go. Very awesome. Um, I, I'm ho the reason I think it's going to be better is I think that the gameplay in between the cinematics is going to be more rewarding than Good. Subspace was. Am I saying World of Light's going to be great? No, I'm not. <laughs> um, there's still a lot of issues with it. It's super gimmicky. Um, the... The spirits and stuff, I, I simply don't like. Um, and a lot of people are, are getting really upset about me for that. But at the end of the day, I just feel like it's adding status effects and making this game play in a way that it doesn't work. In a way that isn't... It, it's fun, but it's changing what the gameplay is. It reminds me of playing... Uh, Devil May Cry or any game getting to the end in the final boss fight. I hate that. Here's a new element one. that you're like, yeah. what is this? Any this isn't the what the game is. And yeah. it's like, I feel like there's just a lot of that. Um, the spirits, 
there's a lot of them, and it's kind of cool. It's like they they replace trophies, and I'm totally fine with that. I don't need them to be be trophies. Like people keep thinking that like I'm mad that trophies are gone. I'm no, not. You don't mind the metaphor. Uh, I don't really like the spirits because it's like the game doesn't do a great job of telling you what it is. So it's like not so much like a collecting. You don't feel like you're collecting a museum of Nintendo history. You, it really doesn't feel like, oh, here's a bunch of JPEGs of things that, like, <laughs> I don't know what this is, you know? Yeah. Um, and some of the, the status of ailments and shit that it adds to your character, like, it, it was fun, like I was saying. But it's like, it was as fun as playing Melee and turning on lightning mode and everyone moves super fast. Like, but were the cutscenes as exhilarating we and awesome as you We didn't get to see too many cutscenes. <gasps> they were. I mean, yeah, they're as good as what we saw already for okay. World of Light. All right. Um, during the presentation, they were saying that like there is going to be more cutscenes, and in the menu, there's a thing that shows that there will be more cutscenes. But I don't expect there to be as much as Substance Emissary. Right. So in that way, that kind of sucks. Um, well, they're yeah, more expensive like, to make now. <laughs> they yeah, they are. But I I feel like they they should have used budget there yeah, <laughs> so instead do I. of a lot of the other places they are. Um, and then another, the other more was Spirits Board, which is taking everything I just said that I didn't like about World of Light and making that the whole gameplay. Okay. Adding the Spear Grid from Final Fantasy X, which is kind of cool. Building out a little bit RPG elements. And there, there's a, a lot there. And it's going to give people a lot of things to do, which is cool. And I think it's going to be very well suited to handheld play on Smash Bros. But, but it's just not... It's not the core game. Like yeah. I feel like it's it's gimmicky, and I, I feel like at the end of the day, I would much rather break the targets or uh, a proper event mode. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's just event mode on crack. I just want event mode without the crack. Uh, like that's it's too much. Event mode was uh, a mode that was in melee and brawl, and even Wii U, where they would take classic uh, matchups between characters or create scenarios yeah. that like kind of made sense for the world, and be like, get to beat Captain Falcon in less than 20 seconds because it's a race or something. Sure, sure, sure. It's like, cool, F-Zero, that makes sense. This does that, but it's, like, adds all these, like, weird buffs and nerfs to your characters that, like, just change the gameplay. So forget other people's criticisms for a second. Mm -hmm. Just from Tim Getty's perspective, yeah. what he wants out of this game, not what the fighting community wants, not, yep. not what I want, just from you, mm -hmm. is this... From what you've seen, the brawl to end them all, or the brawl to end them all asterisks. Uh, it's the brawl to end them all multiplayer. Multiplayer. Yeah, nice. not single player. Okay. Mm. Yeah, right. and and again, having said that, I still think that classic mode is fantastic, okay. and having like that alone is going to be amazing. This other stuff, I just think brings it down. Okay. For my personal review, mm -hmm. uh, and just the preview that I've had so far, I was like, everything that I thought I wasn't going to like, I didn't. No, this is something that, that I think until you've reviewed games for a while, it takes a while to sink in, that you can add things to a game and make them worse. Yeah. <laughs> and that sounds like what happened here. Yep. We'll see. But Greg. Yeah. During that trip, I also was playing a lot of Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu, and Eevee, specifically Eevee. Sure. Then I got home. I talked about that last week. Right. You started playing. I did start playing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, launch day came around and ruined all of my plans. Okay. Because my plan, of course, was to come home Friday night before going to Survivor Series and play Fallout 76 with my wife, Jen. Love my life. Mm -hmm. Jean-Fee and instead what happened is she woke up Friday morning and realized it was Pikachu day uh -oh. and was like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to play Fallout. I'm going to play this. Do you have code? And I was like, I know Tim's got the other. He's got Pikachu. And then I opened my email. I was like, oh, no, I actually have two codes right here. Which one do you want? She hemmed and hawed. 
chose Pikachu. And then I was like, I'm going to install the other one to play because I want to be able to talk about it, obviously, and see what it's all yeah. about. But I'll probably fall out like I usually do. Because, uh, of course, I tried Soul Silver. I had the pedometer. Mm-hmm. I played for like probably a day. I don't, I don't even remember how far or anything about it. I, know, I remember nothing about that game. And so uh, we went down to uh, L.A. Uh, I was all excited the night before I started the download, put it on the dock, went to bed after playing Fallout till like 2 in the morning or whatever. And then uh, got up took it off the dock, put it in the pouch, got to SFO with Jen. I was like, here we go. I'm super excited to play this with you. Let's take a cute little Instagram. Took out my Switch, turned it on, and it had that nice white X on the download bar. I was like, motherfucker, I was out of space. No. I had to delete a bunch of stuff. She played the entire flight, and then I was so that I was geared up to jump into it. So I did that thing you do where it's like, that's the game I want to play. So I just went through my Switch playing all sorts of random stuff, trying to find it. Finally played Luminous for an hour. I was like, all right, that's good enough. But like, I kept looking over her catching stuff. I was like, that seems like fun. That's what yeah. the cool kids were. So got there. Curiously playing. No, no, I got there. I got in the hotel Wi-Fi, downloaded it, and then we had a weekend of playing P- uh, Pokemon together, which is, uh, you know, not my gnome de plum by any means. Yeah, so, uh, before you go on, yeah. have you ever gotten into a Pokemon game? No. I, I played Pokemon Go you know, I, I, for a couple weeks. Kevin thinks I played for two days. I don't remember which. Whatever. Uh, like I said, played the D- uh, 3DS, DS, yes. Soul Silver, Soul Silver for two seconds. Like a long time ago, you're like, Tim, which one should I play? And that is... Is the best one ever. Well, that's not even why I played it, if you remember. It was that you said that. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll look into getting a copy. Looked, it was real expensive online. I was like, that sucks. Went to my shelf and had it on my shelf. I was ah. like, oh, this is the one I bought at IGN back in the day with the pedometer. And I, yeah. I, I never clicked and I never played it on 3 well, so I want to live vicariously so, through you here sure. then, because I've tried three times to get into Pokemon. Yeah. Never had. Well, is see, this the one? I don't know. I mean, what are you looking for, right? Here's here's how it plays for me, right? Uh, so uh, we wake up Sunday morning. We're going to Survivor Series that night. And it's like, all right, cool. They're both here. We have time. Let's go to brunch. Uh, brunch isn't open. Let's go to this coffee shop. We sat down the coffee shop with our switches, got our coffees, and sat there like huge nerds and played, which I love being as a huge nerd and playing games with my wife. So, you know, I had already I had, like, kicked it off the night before, but here's where I actually played. And so I started playing, and it was, you know, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 minutes of playing. And it's like, you know, just like you were talking about last time, right? You're just throwing the balls. So you're just catching these eh, Pokemon over and over again. It's giving you the XP. It's leveling up your group. Then you go and you battle the trainers you're running into. And I, I eventually stopped and I turned to Jen. I was just like, so stick with me. I Explain it to me. Why do people love Pokemon? Like, I get it. I'm playing it right now. I understand the mechanics of it. I get it. Like, is the story great? Is there, like, something going to come? She's like, well, the story here is interesting. They're going to do some cool stuff because she remembers it from back in the day and all this stuff. I, I didn't realize how huge she was on Pokemon and how much, like, it meant to her growing up. And so she's running through. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, cool. I feel like if I'm just going to be grinding in the thing, I'm going to go back to Octopath because, I, you know, I, I, you know, I never beat that. I love Octopath. I, it's one of my, you know, favorite games of the year. And she just looks at me. She goes, no, you have Pokemon in there I can't get, so you need to go get those so we can oh. trade. And I was like, oh, all right. And... She did that, and it was like, all right, cool. Now I forced myself to play an hour, and it totally hooked. It okay. just hooked for me there. Is it how grindy is it? Because I don't, I don't give a crap about the story. I don't think the story of Pokemon sure. is ever going to invest me. Right. Uh, I've tried so you just want to see that. the level up and get new moves I and do all that stuff. I want to level up and find new Pokemon as efficiently and fun as possible. Yeah. I want to play this game for maybe. 15 hours and feel like I saw all kinds of new things, met new sure. Pokemon, and then put it down and be like, that was fun. This, I think, might be what you're looking for. Excuse yeah. me, sir. There's you no, had the floor. You had the, the floor. You had the floor last week. I need order in the court. Cool, Greg, get me order in the court. Everybody calm down. Thank you, Cool Greg. Wow, what a bailiff. You know what I mean? Uh, well, he's I think he's Judge Jury Executioner. You know oh, what I mean? Wow. He's Judge Judy and Executioner? <laughs> Judge Judy and Executioner. Whoa! Uh, no, I agree with him. Uh, where it, it, For me, I don't 
Again, I don't know why they never clicked. I just have, like, even Soul Silver, I just don't remember. I mean, I've seen Pokemon. I'm not stupid, but I mean, like, I don't have no thing to it. The here, the mini game of just catching them. How are they going to break out of the ball? Which is just Pokemon Go, which I'm familiar with because right. I did tinker with that for at least a little bit. Okay, cool. I got it. And it is giving me the that you know uh the endorphin rush of leveling up and then all right cool like you know is it 10 people or eight people whatever you got six, six people really it's only six Peach in my party mm-hmm. oh wow okay i felt like there was a lot more than that they're leveling up too do you want them to learn this move do you want them to move i'm just you know in the story of because i played the way back to and, and i'm really excited to play you know for four hours on the plane tomorrow or whatever you know like now people are using multiple pokemon we're doing all this stuff i'm trading out i'm starting to use the d- different things uh it is what you're what you, i think you want though of cool the, oh wow there's a i walk into a place and there's literally like Eh, there's seven Pokemon on screen. I can identify the ones I don't have and go for them, but then I can also sit there and grind on, well, sure, I'll just keep getting these Zubats. Why not? Like, they're good for XP or whatever. There's a million Zubats. Zubats you're so lucky, Greg, that you're you're playing this as your, your first Pokemon game. Why? God, so you, you just got through Mount Moon, which is yeah. the first dungeon in the game. I was talking about it last week. Yeah, yeah. So the bane of everyone's existence playing Pokemon is the random encounters. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like the, the whole game was designed around slowing you. And if you're in any tall grass, if you're in any, um, I can't think of anything that's not tall grass. Okay. Uh, if you're walking through that, wild Pokemon are going to come. Random battles. And get yeah. you, right? The problem with the dungeons is caves, anywhere you are, they can right. pop up. Mm-hmm. It's like not a traditional just, RPG. It, yeah, it's not just the, gotcha. the little areas, like the patches you can be in. And the problem is Zubats and Geodudes. But Zubats are the annoying, like, you're going to face literally 150 of these before. This dungeon's over. Yeah. yeah. It's like just the most fucking. That was the thing. Yeah. At the end where it was like, oh, I'm down to three Pokeballs. Like I just avoided the pa- the, the battles for people. I'm like, maybe I'm going to run into somebody before I get more balls. Right. So I'm like dodging around people yep. and doing it and stuff. It's, it's giving me the endorphin rush of leveling up. It's, I can see a whole bunch of different Pokemon. It's fun. Like after hearing you talk about these made up freaking animals forever mm-hmm. of like, oh, I know this guy. I know. Oh, slow poke. Okay, cool. And then you get to this and it is like, hey, I've got to do a new gym. And it's like, or yeah, right. Yeah. yeah I, get, I got to the gym and who's this person? Oh, she's in the water. She's a water person. And I'm gonna have to. You have a level 15 Pokemon. Cool. All right. Like, so cute I'm not ready for this. Don't I don't want. I'm ready for it, but I'm not. Like I want to actually go get more stuff. I want. I want to come in every time and just crush. Like I'm doing. The, I am doing the grind thing where I'm running into other trainers. Like you want to fight me? And I'm like, sure, kid. Who likes shorts? And we go in there, and sure enough, this kid's got like a level three. I'm like, you're an idiot. And I level 14 dude just rolls them. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the life I want in this Pokemon world. Okay. I'm so excited to talk to you next time because like. I'm not going to see you for a couple days. For yeah, things. You figure, but I'll I'll put an additional probably eight hours in by the time when I get back. That's gonna that's gonna put you real deep into the mm-hmm. game. Like that right now, you only have one badge. You're working on your second. Yeah, there's eight in the game. You'll probably be around. Okay, working your way to seven. Yeah. I would say, and like all the story elements and all the like distractions, because the brilliance of Pokemon is you're like it sets you up story wise. You're like you understand what's going on. You got to get these eight badges and you start getting them. But then it's like, that's all that you want is to get to the next badge. Yeah. But the game's brilliant at distracting you from doing that and having enough side quests that are actually part of the main quest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you're like, oh, well, I thought I was going to get to the next city because it's right there, get the next gym. But I got dragged to this other place and there's this story thing I have to deal Does with. Does it ever right make now. you angry when that happens? Like- no, because it's like the things, for the most part, feel interesting and cool and build the world out to be not just like, I'm just a dumb kid fucking walking around no, catching animals. I love that school of game design. It goes all the way back to the first real like JRPG, which is Dragon Quest. Uh, and if you remember the very first screen of Dragon Quest, there's like the castle you start at, there's a river, and like two squares away from you on the NES is the Dragon Lord's castle. 
you're looking at it from the very beginning mm-hmm. of the game. But you can't get there until the end. The whole mm-hmm. game is a circuitous trip and all these side quests. And it's that driver. Every time you restart, there it is. You're like, that's where I'm going. Yeah. But you're going off and doing it. And it works really well to like entice you. Yeah. I Playing a lot more of the game over the, the last week, I... I How many badges do you have? Uh, I am, I'm at seven. Okay. Yeah. Um, playing through it, I'm just like, I'm a little... I'm very interested in what next year's Pokemon game is going to be. Because I do feel like this game solves a lot of the annoyance issues that Pokemon games have had in terms of the, the grindiness. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot of quality of life stuff that this game does super well. Yeah. However, on the other side of it is I'm, I'm just a little disappointed that this is like your first entry to this. Because... Well, I tried to enter before, remember, and it didn't click for me. So if yeah. this clicks, then great. Yeah, but it's like it didn't click because you didn't make it. It didn't click until you pushed yourself just far enough for it to click. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would have happened with, with the other ones. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, this I really have wondered about it since you started mm-hmm. describing this game. Um, I mentioned Dragon Quest a second ago. Pokemon and Dragon Quest extremely similar. Pokemon is modeled on Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. Um and Dragon Quest XI, the most recent one to come out, did feature on-screen enemies, identifiable from a distance the entire time through, completely got rid of random battles, let you choose who you would fight, gave you the ability to knock away enemies you didn't want to fool with. Do you think Gen 8 is going to focus in on that, remove I hope so. some of the grindiness I, and make that so. a mainline Pokemon feature because it's present in this game that way? I, I do think they will. I do hope that they will. I do think that they need to uh, change up the go mechanics a bit more and like like not... It needs to be more traditional, mm-hmm. um, not fully traditional, but more traditional. But my biggest problem with this game is the aesthetics of it, where it's like I love how it looks like the cartoon, but it lacks an edge that even the the old cartoon had. Like when you look at the backgrounds of the cartoon, just like the way the trees look and like the there's like a watercolor aesthetic to it all mm. that like where that like dealt with shadows and allowed it to like have this feel of like yeah, it's like a kid thing, but like there was something to it that wasn't all just cotton candy okay and i feel like the that pokemon let's go pikachu and eevee everything feels like perfectly plastic cotton candy mm-hmm. That's and fair. even yeah. even the bad guys even team rocket like jesse and james the the team rocket characters you see i've met him so the, this game uh is based on pokemon yellow which was the third pokemon game so it was red and blue or red and green in japan and pokemon yellow was kind of like Almost the game of the year edition, I would say, but it was based on the cartoon. So they added a bunch of elements from the cartoon that weren't in the original games. The original games just had Team Rocket, the Jesse and James weren't characters. They were characters from the TV show that they brought in. And adding them kind of makes it a bit more like kitty mm-hmm. already. Yeah. And and seeing them in this game, see the way that they look and like the way that they talk, everything about it, I'm like, this just feels not threatening. Kind of looks like a phone game. Kind like, of, yeah, like yeah, a mobile honestly, game. That, that kind of doughy aesthetic that you—it's like everything is beautiful, and it's like Team Rocket's for some dark shit. Mm-hmm. Like they're slaving Pokemon and like like forcing them to. to Meowth fight. seems pretty happy. <laughs> He's fucking running around the dungeon with him. Like, yeah, man, get, get it. Meowth's supposed to talk and he doesn't. It's really sad. But now I just uh, got this image of a bunch of Pokemon in, in like a galley, just like boom, boom. boom. <laughs> I mean, row right, faster. You know, that, that's kind of what it is, and I, it, that's so far of what I like. I got past the the main story beat for Team Rock in this game, and it's just like it just lacks a a level of like, oh, this means something. Oh, they're like, bad guys, and we're fighting guys. for a reason. It now just feels like, oh, you're just. 
They're you're like just, Cobra Kai. You're just antagonist. You're I, gotcha. I love yeah. the point you're making. I cannot get past the image of like Pikachu with drumsticks and a Snorlax laying there, like when we beat Kevin's stomach on Extra sure. Life, but yeah. like driving the boat. Down. Well, that was the thing for me. So, so you know, uh, 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 throwing me for a loop is you know I made Jen in the game. Like I was like, none of the guys look like me, so I'm not gonna bother yeah. naming myself. And made, made Jen right, and then it's like, oh, name a rival. I got oh, the rivals, Greggy. And then this guy's so nice. He just keeps giving her stuff and stuff. I'm like, oh, man, why they call him a rival? And right. I understand you can be rivals but be friends. But it sets up the idea that you're not. It sets up the idea that are you, are he's going to... Are you gonna, aware this is a huge issue in the community? So no, 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 not yeah, at all. Yeah, it yeah, sets yeah. up that he's going to baton me in the knee the at some point. The director came out with just like, here's the reason why the rivals have been nice and friendly the last couple generations. And it's like... I don't like your reasoning. It's, it, it's, all, reason? it's all just like to appeal to kids. and the, you know, it, It's everything that we don't want to hear as... Big ass grown baby men. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> totally. that, that is the other problem. Is everything I'm saying about Team Rocket and like lacking this thing. Your rival was an asshole. Ah. And it was just like he was. Now I'm hoping. I'm hoping they get Derek together at the end. Blue. Just like Greg and Jen in real life. Blue. Did you meet Blue yet? Uh, I don't the know. guy wearing purple. I don't think. I, not to my recollection. Mm. Why it's right around where you were. I've met a lot of people, though. I don't know. Maybe I did. What does he say? He's He was your rival in the original. Oh, wait. Right? Is he the one who's like talking about Oak? And he's like, yep. oh, Grandpa. grandpa. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I've met this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was. He called me like a... He called me something. Smell you later. Yeah, that's like it. Smell you later. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Um, But he was... Uh, it, even in this game, he's not a dick. That's like the worst thing he says. Otherwise, he's kind of like, I'm here to help you. Can we go back to his name is Blue and he's wearing purple? This bothers me. His name is Blue. The main character is Red. You okay. play as red, red and blue. But why isn't blue wearing blue. blue? Green's the girl. Why isn't blue wearing blue? Because it's that's just it's too on the nose, Jared. Oh, good point. It's too, point yeah. Yeah, 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 it's too yeah. on the nose for Pokemon. Yeah. Like, hey man, I got you got a call like it is. Yeah, I'm excited to play more of it, and I think Jared, you would like it in terms of what you just described. You know, the best it paired so well with us being in a hotel bed watching reality television. That sounds a good. Like he's just like, hey man, I'm t just chilling. I'm just relaxing right now Gelf on the plane. It's not something I have to really think about. I'm just there catching stuff. All right, cool. Galva code. I can get code. I can get code. Yeah, you think? Yeah. yeah. Code? I'm Greg Miller. I'll tell you what. You right. Actually, you don't you just have a copy too? You can give them. I'll give it to Andy. All right, then yeah, I can get you. Yeah, use your powers, and I'll play it over Thanksgiving and come back. Which one do you want? Uh, Pikachu. God, I got screwed with this Eevee crap. Fuck you. I'm like looking at this stupid, Eevee. like this little frou frou dog running around. I'm like, Ugh. Why can't Eevee I have Pikachu? Pikachu is cool. Greg, you played Spider Man Turf Wars. And they the DLC. say that hero can say. Yeah, this is DLC number two for Spider Man. Two. Yeah, it just came out today. I, as I, of recording. I got the code, didn't play it yet. Sure. You played through it. This morning, I was like, what do you think? You're like, let's save it for the Let's show. save it for you know the what show. Because we were so high on Black Cat. Uh, yeah. Right? I yeah. loved it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is fine. Really? Uh, this is this strikes me as what I think it. when they they were like, hey, you know, oh, man, we were like worried about not, and worried in quotes. It's still Spider-Man. It's still Spider-Man gameplay. It's still more to do in New York. Great. Awesome. You know what I mean? But it very much, I feel like, falls into the, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a video game DLC. So you don't like, feel like it built on the the, the black cat. No, story. that's the problem too. Okay. Is like I, you know, no spoilers. Black cat ends the or what is the uh, city? That, no, it's all city that never sleeps. Turf wars. What was the first one? Heist. The heist. Uh, that one ends on such a oh wow, that was a cool story beat. Yeah. This has been a cool build. I can't wait to see where they take it from there. They don't follow up on it. Ah, it it, it, it like remember remember when I was yeah. like oh this redefines to me what this is going to be. Yeah, it's still it's following up on. 
things in it doesn't answer the big question or even move us forward on the big question that we are left with. Is it the comic book bullshit where it's like, hey, here's a storyline that ends on a cliffhanger or something going forward, but then other issues happen that are chronologically after the first one, but don't address the first one until a following storyline comes up? Not really. I mean, they address it pretty early. Of just like this has happened, and we, you know, okay. Like here, here's here's yeah. Here's what I'll say about this one, and and I love Insomniac and I love Spider Man. Yada yada yada. If you, uh, from literally you hit go, and I was like, uh-oh. Because it opens with that video game DLC thing up. We're looking at a static wall with, like, the things, like, the, you know, the, the circle. No! That, and it's just like, this has happened since we last did it. And then it's, like, panning around the thing to, like, as it's getting a narration from Yuri. And I was just like... Yeah, all right. This is video game DLC, all right. You know what I mean? No giant cutscene here. No, yeah. like, hey, this is what we're setting it up to be. It's like, okay. I feel like going into like once we knew what the the black hat one was, and we're like, oh shit, like they're they're building something here. I feel like it's an easy assumption to say that the second one was going to be the weakest, and that it's like, oh, it's building up the the third because like sure. the episodic things. Not that this is technically episodic, but usually. Somewhere in the middle, it's like, well, sure, yeah, you we're, can't have we're furthering the plot. Yeah. But you never want to have to slog through totally. something to get to the good part. Do you, yeah. do you feel like it's that, though? Do no, you, no, do, it's not a slog. It's just like, cool, more fights, more fights for Spider-Man. But does it make you feel like, oh, fuck, the next one's going to be it? Not at all. Uh, wait, really? wait, wait, what do you mean? Like, the next one's going to be awesome? No, no, I don't come away with that impression. I, whereas we ended, I burped in the middle of that, where we ended at DLC 1 with, Fuck! I can't wait to start that again, right? Yeah. If if th- this this is, this would be for you, exactly what you were worried about with the first one, yeah. right? Pitch the first one, you're like, oh fuck! I gotta play this right now. I thought I let them all stack up. This one, just get to it when you want to get to it. There's no like gun to your head. Like it's like whatever. Like I don't. I hope three is gonna bring together the the cliffhanger of one and the quote cliffhanger of two, which is like. I thought it was pretty obvious, but okay, whatever. Like you know what I mean? Like I hope that it brings it all together, and it, it, I'm it riveted. But like no, I was like, on. like last night it was the thing of like, man, I really want to go play Beat Saber, but uh-huh. I'll get through this and I'm getting, I'm playing, I'm doing it. It's also the same thing too of like, you know, last time with DLC one, I talked about how hard it was to try to learn to play again after taking a month off or whatever it was. I was like, next time around, the Sunday before it comes out, I'm gonna go do, and, and on the Sunday I was at Survivor Series, so I jump back in and again it's just like, man, is it hard to get in a rhythm of fighting when I've been gone yeah. for so long and playing assassins or whatever and just different fighting, but it's. It's it's more Spider-Man, great. But like, when uh, where did you come down on the Tombstone mission in Spider-Man: The Real Game? Fine. Yeah. See, I think this is a step below Tombstone. Damn. Both in terms of like, because the Tombstone was like, oh, this is a weird thing. He's a weird side character, whatever. The, the, the problem is, I and I just even looking at the trailer for this one, I already got this feeling like. I don't really love the whole mob yep. gangy type stuff. And it's it's it, that's the whole thing with this too is it's like, yep, there's a guy who wants to move up in the mob. How many times have we done this in a video game? So yeah. what's he doing? He's capturing the other dons from the family and this and a lot of guys in suits. A lot of things we're doing, yeah. you know what I mean? And they try they, to their credit because it is insomnia and it is Spider-Man. They give us some stuff for Yuri here where they are playing with like, oh, it's interesting enough. Yeah, okay, cool. But it escalates really quickly and then mm-hmm. ends I think awkwardly and it was just like Right, like Does whatever. this feel like Spider-Man DLC obligatory must ship edition? I mean, it feels like what I if you were in a, what is what's the worst case scenario? Paint by numbers, like yeah, this kind of feels like paint by numbers DLC. There's just more to do. Cool. There's more stuff. You know, yeah. if Screwball's back. She's doing some stuff too. There's more for. So with this many good games out right now, maybe yeah, no, yeah, you don't need to get on it any time, like super quick. Thanks. Mm. Maybe right before you episode three drops. If we're worried about episode three being or not worried, if you're like man, episode three looks great. I want to make sure I got it all mm. done. Mm. But yeah. 
I was I, I beat it. it you know I, again it was one sitting I, I don't even think it was two hours but I think I took a dinner break in the middle of it wow um, last game I want to talk about today Tetris effect <laughs> yeah I was affected by it. Oh, yeah. It was. Yeah, it's delightful. Uh, and I know you've played a ton of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, love Tetris Effect. Not yet. Have you played in VR? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's actually the main place I've played. Uh, and that's been my delight. Uh, I really do... I do buy into the VR is taking a somewhere thing. It's not happening as quickly, I think, as I thought it would. Uh, there are a lot of price bottlenecks, I think, that are affecting that, and standardized technology bottlenecks that are affecting that. I think the the weird shakeup between PS5 and whatever Xbox is doing next could actually disrupt the progress of VR another mm-hmm. few years. I'm not sure if that'll happen or not. But uh, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about Tetris Effect and how it's bodacious and takes uh, an all-time classic and makes an already great game better in all the right ways. I have a question. Yeah. I have not played this game. Mm-hmm. I have seen the game. I've seen the trailers. I've heard the music. It all looks fucking rad as hell. Sounds rad as hell. Uh huh. How is it not just Tetris? Three ways. Uh, first, let's take what you just said. Rad as hell, etc. Tetris is the opposite of rad. Tetris is a piece of software that was designed on Soviet computers without graphics capability as a hobby and then ported to the super duper uber low powered Game Boy, which had this terrible display as a way to showcase the hardware. It is the lowest common denominator of video games and also one of the very best for precisely that reason. This game gives that formula an opportunity to shine that it has never had before. Even the most stylistic remakes of Tetris before this one pale in comparison to how beautiful and how audiologically wonderful this game is. Second, significant gameplay change is the fact that like other rhythm games from uh, from its creator, it is dynamic. Levels change speed based on what's happening in the visual audio groove. So unlike Tetris, where traditionally things just get faster and faster, you'll be playing and sometimes things will get faster and then they'll get slower. And then mm. the beat will change again, mid-puzzle. You'll be setting up for something and suddenly, bam, and down it comes. Or you will be dying and suddenly it's like, I'm going to pull back, time to chill a little. We get where And it's perfectly tuned. And that's going on within a stage. It's not just stage to stage that the vibe is changing. It's within a stage, and that really changes the way you play Tetris. Third, of course, are the zone effects. Zone allows you to effectively, it's not exactly a time stop, but what it allows you to do is overcome that, you know how rewarding it is to get a Tetris, to drop that long line in and cash in four lines at once and get that really cool point bonus. What a zone lets you do is store up meter, almost like you would in a fighting game and then unleash that meter and you've got a certain amount of time to build beyond four. It just keeps dropping blocks and you're building a combo. And so you can set up for the the regular game around a combo and suddenly drop 20 lines at once as long as you could do it under the tension of that. It's a great addition, particularly since this game defaults to the near infinite rotation mm. uh, of standard Tetris. And so you really let you strategically build around that. It turns Tetris into, in a way, more of a puzzle game than it is when you're traditionally just playing against the clock. It adds another puzzle element. There's to more it. strategy added yeah, to it, strategy. right? Like, when is the pro- appropriate time to use this? How will I use this to knock out my score, or beat whatever the goal is, move on in that regard? Yeah, so those are the three things I, I think that make it different. Greg, what did I miss? You know, you nailed it. That was okay. a really great presentation. As somebody awesome. who keeps showing up and like, I like Tetris Effect. It's uh-huh. fun. Like, that's what me and Kevin keep saying, right? Like, yeah. no, those are all 100% true. I think, yeah, the visualizations in VR especially bring it to another level. And the people who are, I think, the most uh, fervent of like Tetris Effect is a game changer. It should be in, running for game of the year. Are playing in VR because it is 
you are super lost in another world, yeah. right? And it's something, I mean, VR, when it's done right, does really well. But in Tetris effect of taking something you do know so well and putting it in there and using the effects and being Mizuguchi about it. Yeah. Seeing yeah. The, a lot of the trailers for it, it, it seems, I, I can't tell if the game's like this or if it's just the trailer that I'm watching is cut this way. But a song will be playing and like to the beat, the backgrounds are like completely changing. Yep. Like it'll be like the forest, the beach. Yeah. Galaxy, whatever, just like. Not that dramatic. It's usually building up for like, for me, what I would say is it usually builds from a black. Hey, I'm playing a normal game of Tetris. And you start to see things on the beat flashing in the background. And then it just becomes more and more intense to the point that where if you were to take a screenshot at the start and take a screenshot at the the stop, they would look different. Like fish may turn into whales, but it's not like whales are going to turn into trees or going to turn into samurai or anything like that. But there are dynamic changes going, and those match, again, that change in pace where things like sometimes slow themselves down or change up on you. And then you've got those wonderful ripple effects Mm -hmm. that just look so beautiful. This game is so good, Tim, Mm -hmm. that I've been at home playing it, throwing that headset on, having a ball, and I kid you not, I've been throwing my old Game Boy in my backpack when I try travel yeah, and playing Tetris. Tetris but yeah I just have to play more keep, Tetris. keep the pencil sharp right yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. just like I gotta play more Tetris no totally I find myself happens. doing the same thing with uh Puyo Puyo Tetris on the <sighs> switch right where if I'm away from that yeah but I'm more excited for them one day to put bring Tetris effects to the switch to the switch <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think it loses something outside of VR. oh I know I totally agree with you don't get me wrong but I I'd totally buy it again and be yeah. excited for it there oh, yeah. totally. it'd, be, it'd be a good platform Whoa. for it so wait, you're gonna show yeah. us what you're talking about here yeah like that? No, that doesn't happen. No, that doesn't no, happen. That's, that's, that's them showing the different visualizations of what's happening. Because, yeah. yeah, this looks fucking cool as hell. Yeah, yeah. it's freaking rad, man. I mean, you're getting a similar experience, yeah, as you drop and it flashes and it builds something and a new element is added to the game or the world. Should you buy VR for this game? No, but you should seriously Here's, you have the budget considering buying VR for the 10 great VR games. that. Now exactly. Exist. I tweeted about this this morning, and I know it's not on your list, but uh, Beat Saber's out today, Tim. Right. And mm-hmm. Beat Saber is... Amazing. On, we've known it before, obviously, but I mean, for my money, and I love Tetris Effect, it's the best PlayStation VR game now. Wow. I love Beat Saber so much. I'm so happy to te- report that it works on VR. It works the way you'd expect, or PlayStation VR. Of course, we've played it on uh, Vive, Oculus, whatever. Oculus and Vive. And sure, I'd, obviously, we know those controllers are great for one to one. You're going to have this thing. Uh, last night, you know, I got home and I was so excited to play Spider Man, got through that, and then immediately got Beat Saber and just played for hours. Like, my arms are so are sore in the elbow, yeah. right? From doing it because you get the bonus for doing, you right. know, more more degrees in terms of like 90 to, you know, 180. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like, that's the thing I tweeted today, right? Of like, I know it's such a common question of is it, are, is it time, is, should I buy it for Tetris Effect? Is it time to buy this? You should buy PlayStation VR if you're at all interested and you know that you have Tetris Effect and Beat Saber and Moss and Firewall and Astrobot, Astrobot, Cube, which is fantastic. Super hot. I mean, um, like, the list goes on in terms of stuff you've missed. Hopefully, you've cashed in those PlayStation Plus games. Like, I've obviously been a big supporter or a, a proponent of v- PlayStation VR since it was announced and Shuhei uh-huh. sold me on the idea and to see it this holiday just be at such a zenith and be so well and just Beat Saber like for real like it was a game I finished last night and I'm like I and so many people have talked about it being a workout I told we did about it this morning and Grimecraft's like hey, this one song he put in there is my you know my workout uh, my morning workout he said right like I can s- totally see that for me of like I, I started playing it last night I was exhausted right I'd been up since four in the morning our time a little bit before maybe and got home and you'd think that I would crash out right away but instead played that and then uh, played Spider-Man then played Beat Saber and once my arms were too tired I stopped but it was like I had done a workout where I was like energized and I stayed up to like one in the morning right and it's like man I should start my day with that rather than end it and Mm -hmm. not sleep when I should be sleeping now PlayStation VR exists right at the edge of that thing Sony almost never does this but Nintendo does 
Uh, Sony really hasn't done this since the original PlayStation, which is get to that edge of good enough. Uh, I think it's Jeremy Parrish loves to point out that Nintendo is the king of good enough. Hmm. Their software is, or the hardware is always right on the edge of affordability and capability. The Switch is just good enough to be successful. Just good enough. Mm -hmm. The Game Boy, just good enough to be affordable and successful. The Wii, the same way. Many of Nintendo's platforms, even the NES was like that. PSVR is just good enough to get it done and just relatively, compared to other VR systems, inexpensive enough to make it attractive now. It's reached yeah. that point. It's, yeah, it's Black Friday's, I think, 199 Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's definitely that's a thing. Insane. And it's to the point of, like, I, I'm not, but I thought about bringing it home. Like, it's like, man, this shit's cool enough that I'd love to show my dad. Yeah. Like, I'd love to put my dad in this, especially because, like, uh, there's some other stuff coming out that I don't think is announced that I almost screwed up there, uh, that they hit me up about. I was like, oh, my dad would really like this experience, right? Like, stuff mm -hmm. like that. No, I, I t I've taken it home to Angie, and it, it's mind-blowing if you've never experienced it. It is not as good, quote unquote, as Vive or Oculus. One hundred percent correct. Yeah, and you know what? It doesn't matter. No, it just doesn't matter. And they have it's the, li good the library. I mean, granted, the library is shared pretty for the most part. Yeah, for the most part, most of the best games are available or make their way to PlayStation. It's, Some it's, of them start there. Like you yeah. know, what I mean, Moss started there and then went right. the other that way. Effects started there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and we'll that. See. And I think you know, Beat Saber. There's an argument to be made if you had both, and no, for sure, get on the other ones because of visual fidelity, but then also the the PC song library. Right now, uh, PlayStation. VR has 10 songs, I think is yeah. what it is, but they're doing expansion PC's packs. They've, I know, I know, but I'm just putting it out there. I want to make sure, but it, I'm, I'm not the guy playing this for the song, like to hear a million different songs. I'm the one playing it because I've always loved the rhythm kind of games, mm -hmm. right? But for me, there's such a disconnect of keeping the beat with my fingers and jumping around and playing when I'm swinging lightsabers, like last night, right? Like it's me. Portillo on the couch behind me, Lucy in her room, right? And I'm out there in these headphones. It's uh, yeah. probably pitch black. And I'm like doing that thing where I miss it. I fuck it up. I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm so into it that I'm talking to myself and I can't not talk to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I just bought myself a new gaming, streaming, video editing PC. Yay. And I intend to stick with PSVR for my VR. Mm -hmm. It's good enough. I don't need to buy another headset. It's, it'll get it done. It's got the games I want. Yeah, but you also don't care about HD TVs and stuff. I, I don't. Goddamn right he doesn't. VR is Come about, on, that's, that's my right. man. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. That's right. But I don't fuck you, Tim. Think VR is fuck about you and your fidelity. TV, Tim. Not, VR is about immersion, and immersion does not particularly require that much fidelity at this generation. Yeah. Now, talk to me in a few years, and I think more powerful processing mm -hmm. is going to be necessary. But we're not there yet. Yeah, I, I guess for me, uh, it's I disagree with that. Where the good enough argument. You're starting to win me over here a bit when it comes to PSVR. Like, that is a very interesting thing of them having the games, like, having it and having it be entry level where it is good enough. Yeah. But to me, it's like, with that type of experience, I, especially virtual reality, if we're pushing a technology forward, I want it to be the best possible experience. Yeah, well, but you're talking, you're, you're cart in front of the horse here. Right now, it is about affordability and getting it to people and getting them to talk to people, like me to bring it home to put it on my father. Because my father isn't going to buy a PlayStation 4 and a PlayStation VR, period. Mm. But for him to be able to talk about it, for it to be attainable, right? That's where it gets weird with like Oculus and a gaming rig and the complications of this. And I'm not even playing the character of Greg Miller right now. I'm just saying in general yeah. the comp complications. But it's like, my thing with that is it's like, I feel like Oculus and, and Rift and stuff, it's like, granted, they're more expensive, but it's like, once you have them, they work better. Well, think, like, think about this historically, though. Let's jump way to the past and then to the, the present. You know, the Sega Master System in practically every way was more powerful than the NES outside of its sound processor. Mm -hmm. Would you rather have owned an NES or a Master System? Yeah, but that, was, that comes out of the games. It comes out of the games, exactly. Let's go a step further. SNE, or pardon me, NES, not SNES, just plain NES or a Genesis. When it comes down to it, would you rather play Mario 3 or Sonic? 
I mean, yeah, yeah you're going to play Mario 3. Game Boy, then you have the Atari Lynx next to it, or the Game Gear. Which would but, you rather see, have? The argument is, if when I was playing the original Xbox, where I'd rather play Prince of Persia Sands of Time on the Xbox or the GameCube. The Xbox. It uh-huh. was better. It looked better. It ran better. It played better. But now, when you have PS4 Pro versus Xbox One X, where Xbox One X is decidedly more powerful, which do you play on? Xbox One X. Do you? Are you yeah. one X guy? No, yeah, he, yeah, he, he has no allegiance. I yeah, didn't yeah, realize yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. The other thing well, I think... Never mind. I, I think one is lost. This is... And I... I'm not well versed in the PC uh, VR community or communities. I feel that the PlayStation VR community is so tight knit. When I go to the, I've talked about this before. When I go to the subreddit for PlayStation VR, which I see every day and I'm in there every day, it reminds me of Podcast Beyond with Dunham Roper Haynes and then when Clements joined, where the community was so tight around the PS3 that it it's the same way with VR, where they're celebrating each other, they're celebrating games, they're talking to developers, developers are right there talking to them. That might be happening in Oculus Vive sense, sense, sense as well, mm-hmm. but I just feel like it's so much easier to eliminate variables here right now with PlayStation VR. Now, there are some unique things out there that PC is going to give you. I mean, sooner or later... Facebook is going to drop their VR communications tool sure. down. And sure, sure, you're sure. going to be able to sit there in a room with somebody across town or across the country, and it's going to be ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, you know, is PlayStation going to be able to keep up with a feature like that? I don't know. I'm here to talk about games. And when it comes to games, it's worth the several hundred dollars in savings and the push-button accessibility. Yeah, if you've had an inkling, this, is, this is the year to do it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Everyone's gone. So everyone, I'll make the note for you. Yeah. 125. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Cast is brought to you by Blue Apron. Blue Apron delivers farm fresh ingredients and step-by-step recipes to your door. They do that to you every month, Greg. I'm excited. You are? What are you yeah. excited for? They don't do it every month. They do it every week if every you want, week. sir. Wow. Yeah, that's what I do. Wow. Uh, I was I'm trying that's to open up my app. Uh, Nintendo currently tapped out on Pokemon codes, but I'll, they'll look into it when they can All for I'm you. Greg I am Greg Miller. Hey, you know what? I got a response. <laughs> All right, let's count. I could be happy with that one. Yeah, while uh, supplies last. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Blue Apron, of course, delivers food to your doorstep mm-hmm. whenever you want, once a week. Uh, they give you step by step instructions. You get to cook stuff, learn new methods. Right now, guess what? I'm logged out for some reason, but. I'm skipping this week because it's that easy. We're going to Thanksgiving. Why would I, I'm going to, uh, to Chicago tomorrow? I, I don't need food right now. When you use the app and you're logged in, you get to go through and select Let's what you want, when you want. Exactly, exactly, oh, exactly. That's exactly. Exciting. You get it step by step instructions. I do three meals for two people a week. I love it. Yeah. What's been the best meal you've had recently? Again, I still stick by those quesadillas I made that one time. Yeah. We're doing that gaming marathon. They taste like Taco Bell quesadillas. Ooh-wee. Yeah. We also been they they did a, a um. Uh, a Kung Pao chicken recently, maybe oh. maybe a sweet and sour chicken. I forget which one mm. that we liked a lot. Dinner in as little as twenty minutes. Is that accurate? One hundred percent. Wow. They say. I mean, it says it's right there on the thing. Is, exactly. It says on the thing how long it's going to take you. And that's some nights when I come home and I'm exhausted. That is what decides what the meal is going to yeah. be. <laughs> the joy of recipes is they're predictable. There you go. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free at blueapron.com/gamescast. That's blueapron.com/gamescast to get your first three meals free. Blue Apron. A better way to cook. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. Also, shout out to Movement. Uh, here's the thing. You know them for their sunglasses. You know them for their watches. Cool, Greg? You big yeah. on that movement? Oh, yeah. You, got, what, you, you like that, that the, the rose gold watch? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I love the sunglasses. That's my favorite thing that they yeah? do. I wear those things whenever whenever I'm out partying on the beach. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know you're out there a lot, yeah. Well, whatever sunburn baby no yeah whenever yeah I wear them when I uh, when I bike with Jen on the weekends and stuff when it's super nice yeah. I do you like them. the way they movement 
No diggity? I guarantee it. Yeah, I got to bag it up. I got to bag it up. I thought you were going a different direction. I thought you were going a different direction. MVMT. They do all the stuff. Let's see. What else do they do? Guess what? They have... Movements ever scroll glasses that protect your eyes from harmful blue light so you can keep on gaming. That's just for our audience. They understand. That's you gamers. Uh, and you also look great doing it. It's true. Uh, my favorite thing about the movement glasses, movement watches as well, but movement glasses specifically, is they look as good as a, a ton of the other brands that like people have grown up loving. And it's like they are so much cheaper. Uh, when you're looking at watches, these started just $95. You're looking at four to 500 in department stores for very similar looking things. It's silly. Don't and be especially silly. That, movement's cool. People like it. They movement. help us? They do. They do. Uh, clean design, minimal, and really quality products. I can stand by that. Movement did all of the hard work this holiday season, so you won't have to. Ooh. And they made awesome gift boxes and packages. If you need help giving the perfect gift this season but don't know where to start, the guys over at Movement Watches got your back. They've curated all of your favorite styles into special gift boxes for you so you can absolutely crush this holiday season without the added stress. Get 50% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to MVMT.com slash kinda. Movement's launching new styles on their site all the time, so check out the latest at MVMT.com. Go to MVMT.com slash kinda. Join the movement. Let's get back to it, baby. Last right. Back to the Game Awards. Game Awards predictions. Let's we bring you up off. to speed. I'm kidding. I'm not kind of ready. <laughs> <laughs> Watch last week's episode on YouTube.com slash games or podcast services around the globe if you need to know what we thought about the majority of these things, including right. Game of the Year. We left off last week at Action Adventure. Did best we do it? Ac- I do not have... No. We, uh, the last thing we all voted on was Best Action Game. Now we're to Perfect. Best Action Adventure. Best Action Adventure Game. Alright, what do we got? For the Best Action Slash Adventure Game. Combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Ooh. Combining has a typo on the Game Awards website. Alright, there we go. Number one, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay. Number two, God of War. Number three, Marvel's Spider-Man. Number four, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number five, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh, that's hard. That's a tough category, uh, Tim. That's a tough category. I, I have never enjoyed fighting things in a game maybe more than I have in God of War. I mean, it's way up there. Mm-hmm, uh, as mm-hmm. as needed as the other ones are, I think just having that much fun with the Leviathan Axe, it makes it very hard for me. Combined with the exploratory mm-hmm. elements, the puzzle solving is minimal but mostly painless. Uh, there were a few puzzles that were annoying. But overall, I, I'm going to say God of War for this one. My thing is, I feel combat, although it's mentioned here as one of the pillars, falls more into the action side of things. So as good as the combat of God of War is, which is flawless, when you're talking about traversal, Mm Spider-Man redefined what it means to have a character be fun to to Mm -hmm. move around a city in. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. Um, Puzzle solving, when you add that to it, I didn't like God of War's puzzles all that much. They were fine, but nothing blew me away. But to be fair, I don't think any of these games are like particularly interesting when it comes to the puzzles. Okay. Is there something that wasn't on there that you wish were? No. Yeah. I'm going to give it to Spider-Man. And Spider-Man. my vote is also Spider-Man. Tim, uh, I'm sorry, Jared, you're voting God of War. Is that what you're predicting yeah, to win, too? God of War. Yeah. Wow, we are super split. I'm going to say Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh! Uh, I'm voting that, and I think this is where they'll get the nod as well, because I think this is a game, as we've gone through the rest of the awards, I'm paging back now, I think Assassin's Creed Odyssey has been overlooked in a lot of ways. Uh, as I hit 75 hours in last night, uh, Kevin, of course, 95 in. He's not at the microphone right now. For me, this is what I... It's interesting with... 
and I this is not apples and oranges 100%. Uh, Spider Man, so hard for me to drop back in and get the rhythm of like what I'm doing and how to fight or whatever. Yeah. Assassin's Creed, the combat I feel is I just never get tired of it. I never get sick of it. And I can right now, sure, I'm uh, how do, I'm trying to you know learn to walk again in Spider Man, even. Platinuming Spider-Man, going into the Sable camps, right? I was like, oh, I got another flying guy. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. ugh. whereas with Cassandra, it is like, yeah, bring it on. Okay. Oh man, there's three bounty hunters here and the guards. I'm mm-hmm. probably gonna die, but if I play this right and I use my overcharge here and I do this, blah 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 blah. Uh, same with traversal. Whereas, of course, I'm 100% with you, both of you, Spider-Man. Insane. One of the best yeah. things about that game, obviously, the traversal, right? Uh, but in, in Assassins as well, where I think, you know, they redefined it with Origins last time, but now with Odyssey, which is the one I've spent time with. It's so easy to move. And it does have that Breath of the Wild of like, cool, there's a mountain in my way or a wall in my way. I can just climb it. Yeah. I don't have to worry about trying to do this. And I know, I think it was Andrea, maybe on the last, or well, not last, one of the times we were talking about Odyssey was like, you know, some people actually missed that. The, uh, like, oh man, how do I get up there to that synchronization yeah. point? Whereas now it is so easy to get up there and do it. Yeah. Same with like how many synchronization points there are to unlock is rewarding and then fast travel to them and get off and get back to the mission. Plus, like, it's the only one of these three games that I'm aware of that you can traverse a dong. And I think you can traverse the dong, many dongs yeah. in this oh, game, actually, a few a different dongs well. in here. So I think that that's worth a bonus. Point and then I'm kind of with you, though, of like, well, puzzle solving. No, nobody yeah, really. I don't think. No, yeah. But yeah. also, like, yeah, do no, I, I, I hate it when you try to get too clever with that shit. Yeah, me too. I feel like Spider-Man uh, is my prediction because of what you're saying. Same thing, it. right? It's like, it's yeah. just not going to win. We're, yeah, else, we've as you page back through how we've been voting and talking, right? That even Andy, I remember last week saying, man, Spider-Man is totally going to be the whatever. Oh, yeah, Horizon. Was it or that or Mario? Whatever. It, uh, he was game. saying Spider-Man. He was saying, saying Spider-Man is going to be the horizon yeah. of this year. Yeah. Okay, yeah. This is the one Sorry. that gets overlooked and lo- everybody Rise loves it, but win anything doesn't fall. Really? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Oh, Game Awards. Sure. Nah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So interesting. We'll see you then. That's a split decision. Best role-playing game for the best game designed with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age. Monster Hunter World. Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom. Octopath Traveler or Pillars of Eternity to Deadfire. Wow, it's another tough category, right? Yeah, jeez. Um, Pillars is gonna get a lot of critical love at the eleventh hour, I think. And jeez, that's a hard one. I mean, of these, my heart is closest to Dragon Quest Eleven, uh, so that would probably be my vote. But I, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. And say pillars wins. Oh wow! Oh wow, Jared. Yeah, I spent so much time with Dragon Quest and grew, and it's one of the rare role playing games that you just love. Far the further you get, the better it gets, which is it doesn't always happen in an RPG. I really like that game. So, what did you vote? If you're, I mean, you're predicting that. What well, would you vote or whatever? I would vote Dragon Quest. I would predict gotcha. pillars. Thank you, Tim. I'm gonna predict Octopath. I have not played enough of these to gotcha. have a vote that matters. See, for me, this is an interesting one. I think it's going to be Monster Hunter World or it's going to be Octopath Traveler. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love both those games. I've played a lot of both of those games. Way more Monster Hunter. I think I stopped at 130 hours, 125 hours of Monster Hunter. Um, 
it's role playing though, and that's the thing, right? Whereas yeah. I, I understand Monster Hunter is a role playing game, but it's such more of an online living service kind of multiplayer thing. Is what I think of it, it as. It feels yeah. shoehorned into this category. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think of more. I feel like it almost belongs an action adventure. Where yeah, it might get my vote. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna vote and predict uh, Octopath. Yeah. I just feel like that's the again. It, it was a critical darling as well. Yeah, uh, I think you know it. It. It's a game that traditionally shouldn't get me, but got me because mm -hmm. similar to what we're talking about with Pokemon, right? Like it is a, I don't have to think too hard playing this. There mm -hmm. is the balancers. I do definitely find battles and then I have to go grind and I don't like that necessarily. I, some of the stories I think are really great. Some of them aren't that great. Like I think it's, I think that's where it's going to yeah, end up. I, 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 I could be, I know it's a long shot picking pillars, Yeah. but I wonder if Octopath and Monster Hunter will split the category mm. and then all the all the universe of hardcore people are gonna sure. bond together. Yeah, I think players, Octopath makes sense. I think yes. Octopath has the chance to succeed here because so many more people played it. I think, yeah. and I guess yep. I can I say that Monster Hunter was well played as well. Totally. But I still feel like everybody loves their Switch. What was the next hot thing for Switch? Everybody mm -hmm. was on Octopath. If Octopath wins this, I, it, it will be a well deserved award. It's a fantastic video. Hundred percent. Best fighting game for the best game designed primarily around head to head combat. Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Dragon Ball Fighters, Soul Calibur Six, Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition. Um, I mean, I don't know if any of us are qualified to comment on fighting uh, games. My uh, so just we're just predicting. My here. prediction is Dragon Ball Fighters. Me too. I've played some of these and I enjoyed Cross Tag Battle best. Um, so that would be. My Do you think vote. that's what's gonna? You're yeah. voting, or I'm sorry, predicting that? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna predict Cross Tag Battle. Okay. We shall see I think at the Game easy, Awards. I think it's an easy win for Dragon Ball. Again, I think it's the one most people most played. People play, totally caught people, people off guard. It yeah, beautiful. Yeah. It had so much going for it. Yeah, I, 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 that blaze blue. Blaze blue. Family game for the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. Myo Tennis Aces, Nintendo Labo, Overcooked Two, Starlink Battle for Atlas, Super Mario Party. Where the heck is WarioWare Gold on this list? Nobody that plays game, 3ds. That game is. I am a late convert. That game is so good. Yeah. That is game of the year discussion worthy. Game. Ga, 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 game oh I'm not kidding. It's, it's, it's unreal. But that's going to be another time. Anyway, that should be nominated. Uh, I say Super Mario Party. Uh, prediction and vote. Me too. Uh, you know, we uh, Aces, we didn't like the story mode. That's not the same thing. But I think it's not going to net out that way. Labo is actually an interesting one. Mm -hmm. Labo is an interesting one. But I think it goes. It's that, not going to get it, though. It's just simply Labo's not going to get that much juice behind it like it's not going to get that many votes compared to mario party. what's what's on here again uh labo overcooked 2 starlink super mario party aces at the top Starlink's supposed to be great sure but it's uh, as a family it. thing i think yeah. a lot of people like tim liked just playing it it's like i don't good, think it was but it's like well I, yeah but we don't have kids to put our big spaceships on and i top think of our thing, the biggest so. thing is overcooked 2 it just Overcooked, I was just. Two. I wouldn't be like, "Hey, son, play this with me," right? Like, I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of people, but I'm like, family game. I think of like anybody. Let's just sit down and play and jump into. And it. to be fair, Overcooked, and but again, Overcooked and Overcooked Two was a game I was like, "Gia, let's play," yeah. and I. That means it's perfect for this family game mm. award. I just think the two is like great game that came out, but it's not deserving of an award. I don't think mm. my vote's Labo, and my Labo? guess is uh, my guess is Mar Mario Party. I think La I think. My vote is Mario Party, but I think I'm going to change my prediction to Labo. Ooh, we're inverted. Oh my god. Best strategy game, best game focused on real-time or turn-based strategy gameplay, irrespective of platform. The Banner Saga 3, 
Battletech, yeah. Frostpunk, yeah. Into the Breach, yeah. Valkyria Chronicles 4. Valkyria okay, Chronicles 4, baby! Gotta say, what, is that your vote? Yeah, yeah but I mean, prediction? I'm not, I'm not super well versed in this category. Into the breach, you love into the breach. Is my prediction. Into the breach is my vote and prediction. Okay, there you go. Tim, I assume you're not versed enough to. Nope. Yeah, nope. yeah you, you. Uh, this is one for for you, Greg. Like, yeah, it's on Switch too now, right? Yeah, it's on Switch now, and it's just it's everything that you like about Valkyria Chronicles, but boiled down to like. No Super bullshit. Duper no bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's really great. Best sport slash racing How much game is it? for the best traditional and non-traditional sports and racing game. FIFA 19, Forza Horizon 4, Mario Tennis Aces, NBA 2K19, Pro Evolution Soccer 2019. Man, I, I'm going to abstain from this one. I feel... But what do you predict? I think you, we can predict without doing yeah, it, right? Again. Uh, FIFA oh. 19, Forza, Mario Tennis Aces, NBA 2K19, Pro Evolution Sock, or Pro uh, Evolution 2019. I'll, I'll FIFA. I predict oh, FIFA. Okay. I predict Forza. Me too. And that's what I would vote. Well, I shouldn't vote, I guess, actually. Voters and Game Awards are international, right? Yeah. yeah. It's the internet. FIFA. But I still, I'm not sure this year, because you can vote on everything. So I'm not sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but I'm not sure how that know nets how out if you're just now. doing that and it's going to be like, the judges said what this said. Yeah, NBA 2K19. I think people are going to vote for Forza at the end of the day. Yeah, NBA because this is NBA being NBA, right? Yeah. Was this the year of microtransactions where everybody flipped out, or was that last year? It was this year. Okay. That's every year. I can't keep up Multiplayer game. For outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre. Black Ops 4, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Fortnite, Monster Hunter World, Sea of Thieves. Hmm, I wonder what it could be. Fortnite and Fortnite. Fortnite and Fortnite. Fortnite and Fortnite. Best student game. Um, I don't think that we're yeah. Yeah, I'm not qualified, qualified for. to answer this one. Best debut indie game. Recognizing a new independent studio <laughs> that released its first game in 2018. Winner selected by fan voting. There you go. Fan Team. voting, everybody. Donut County, Florence, Moss, The Messenger, Yoku's Island Express. This one makes me want to set myself on fire. They should all win, I say. There's a five-way tie. So much good in so many different ways here, um, but uh, The Messenger is my pick both ways. I, uh, I pick The Messenger and I predict The Messenger. The Messenger is my pick both ways. However, because of the fan voting... There was a lot of motherfuckers talking about Yoku's Island Express on the mm, internet. Okay. So I wouldn't be surprised if that, since it's fan voted. You already said it. You already locked in. I wrote it on the page. The page is done, sir. The page is done, sir. What are you going? I, again, full disclosure, Jen did brand marketing for Messenger, but I would say Messenger. For both? Yeah, I do think so. But you're right, fan voting is a huge portion of that. That's an interesting thing. Yeah, and I just don't know if Messenger has that type of market penetration. That's the great. That's a, that's a great point. I, so I guess my vote would be for them, but yeah, I could easily see the prediction being Yoku's Island. I'm going to predict Yoku. Vote Messenger. Okay. Go get him, Tim. Nicely done, Tim. Content creator of the year? I have Andy Cortez. I, I only vote for people with real names. Best There's esports no game. Here. There's no one here with real name. I don't I even bother. Like, Any yeah. of the esports yeah. one, we're definitely not your people for Best that one. Best esports player, blah, blah, blah. Right. Best esports team. No, no, no. Just go to Best content creator. Coach. That's the next thing that I think it's outside of. Uh, Best esports event. Best esports host. 
Oh, that, that's Golden Boy. <laughs> I, I wonder if he's going to win. I, I'd like to think so, but I'm not versed enough, people but I hope so as a friend. Shocks girl. But people also love Golden Boy, our friend. Content creator of the year. Jesus Christ. Come on, man. I'm really waiting for the Howard Cozell of esports. Like, Dr. Lupo. I can't believe what I'm Myth, saying. Myth, Ninja, Pokemane, <laughs> Willy Rex. I refuse That's to... another one I don't think that we... I refuse to vote for people without names. I mean, let's just... Prediction-wise, it's gotta be ninja, ninja, right? He's the one everybody knows. It's he's, Ninja. He's had a huge year. It was Ninja's year. Yeah. Like... Drake, Ellen... What if Drake won? Just instead of voting Ninja, everyone wrote in, wrote in Drake. Can you... Jeff Keighley would be... Destroyed. I don't think so. Really? If if the, the the headline coming out of the Game Awards was that Drake won the thing yeah. by a write-in thing, that'd be amazing. And like, what if Drake Cameron didn't? Like, I mean, well, that's not a, a write-in thing, though. I know. Well, I know, but why'd you even engage with this? Why'd you even engage with this hypothetical if you're not going dis to disqualify it? I'm saying, like, if he, if if Jeff Keeley, my point I was making is if Jeff Keeley decided Drake was somebody that could be voted on for this, and Drake won. The gaming community would lose their shit. Mm. You should call Jeff Keighley and ask him. Hey, Jeff, Greg, uh, what? You, how do you, would you feel if Drake was in the running for this? Yeah, definitely. He's like, I'm very um, busy. This is a hard right, award show. Now, finally, deal. now it's the the more the most fun part. We're going to end the show on this. Uh-oh. Uh, our predictions for announcements. That's right. For game awards. Ooh, ooh. I want to go. I want to go. I'm excited. Uh, Metroid Prime 4 trailer. Yep. Yep. I think that's definitely happening. Now, let me one-up that. Metroid Prime 4 trailer with announcement of Metroid Prime Trilogy or not? Uh, I am I'm too cowardly to commit. I'm too cowardly to commit to that. Let's let's do our predictions a little bit differently than we normally do. Okay. I'm going to throw them out and then we're going to bet on if it's going to happen or not. Okay. Okay. All right. Couple things to keep in mind. They're, for the first time ever with Game Awards, they have this whole marketing push of worlds will change. And like they have custom CG graphics and all this crazy shit. They're really, really hyping things up. Sure. Largest lineup of new game announcements in the show's history. There's a lot going in here. No PSX, which means games that might have been there are now sure. going to be here. You yeah. figure, yeah, PlayStation, if they have something to say, mm -hmm. they'd want to say it. Let's start. Marvel. Ooh, Avengers, right? Do we no. see Avengers here? No, we don't. I don't think they've got something to show yet. Hey, yes. Uh, so these are all getting time codes? Uh, no, just predictions. Got it. Yeah. Oh, man, that's I'm a good one. On my gut, but I, no, 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 I totally, 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 totally. I mean, there might be like a logo, but mm -hmm. there's... We're not I would count, I would count that. That counts. That yeah. definitely does count. Oh, really? Uh, I think so. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes for Avengers. I'm going to say no. Harry Potter from Rocksteady. No. Or from WB. Not what you mean. From WB. It's an American show. No, you save that for something a little more international, I think. I think it's E3. Yeah, I don't think they do it here. Rocksteady. In general. Yes. Wait, did you say Harry Potter from Rocksteady? And yeah, then now you're going that's to Rocksteady? why I fucked up. I said Harry Potter. My apologies. Warner Brothers. I was like, wait a second. I see what you're saying. Because, well, you know, Rocksteady published the other, or Warner Brothers. Anyways. I, yes. I'm going to say no Harry Potter. Yes, Rocksteady. I'm going to say no Rocksteady. I'm going to say no Rocksteady as well. Even though now you've, no, I'm still with you. Yeah, I don't know. I had Rocksteady on the brain when I said E3, 
but I still don't think I changed my Harry Potter prediction for that weird that RP not weird but that RPG thing they were showing right any major PlayStation thing that we we typically would have seen at PSX so mm. like a new Last of Us trailer new Last of Us Ghost Death of Stranding Shishima. Ghost of Tsushima yes Death Stranding I'm gonna have as a separate oh my apologies my apologies yes I think we'll see something that would have been a PSX otherwise. I don't know. I feel like it's a mixed message. Yeah. You know what I mean? If we're taking the year off because we don't we, ha- we don't really have anything to show to that thing and then be there to show something. Granted, of course, you can't have a PSX with one announcement, one thing. Yeah, you can't. But that's still, you still loaded, right? Conversation, right? Yeah. Yeah, I th- you, you, you say something. What is it? Oh. Ghost of Tsushima or Last of Us? I mean, like, you're also overlooking, is it just going to be Days Gone? Yeah. Mm. Days Gone's the more imminent, hey, we're on the horizon. We're something interesting there, though. We already have a release date. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's just a new trailer. Yeah, but I don't count that as major. That's just marketing at that point. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay, no, fair, fair, like, fair. That's fair. a commercial. That's oh, not you would you wouldn't regard a trailer as major? For Days Gone? Yeah. A game that we've seen like 10 trailers for? Yeah. I don't think, unless they announce like a major actor or actress in, as part of the game... I feel there needs to be an announcement. Well, it's hard for it's hard for it. Like if there's a Ghost of Tsushima trailer, for example, mm-hmm. would you count that as major? No, not unless it has. Okay, so a I, I may be guessing wrong here. Then all right, I got to rethink my my thing because I would I would have considered something like that the kind of thing you would get at PSX. Yeah, I don't think a PSX is a place where you get a lot of big announcements. So, uh, okay, under those criteria, I'm going to say no. No. Yeah. I'm going to say no. For PlayStation having something major there. Yeah. Yes, you're correct. I don't think the, I think that's a no. Death Stranding announcing a new character. New actor or actress. Mm. I say no because yeah. I feel like, again, that's so big mm-hmm. that like they're going to PlayStation would have been like, no, we, we can't we can't follow up our announcements that way. I will say oh, that would count as a big PlayStation announcement when or would. Yeah, not. that's why I said I wanted to take that out because like yeah. Kojima and Game Awards are so yeah, you know what? hand I'm gonna in say, hand. I'm going to say yeah. Okay. We'll say yeah. Yeah. Um, so for Nintendo, I just have Nintendo question mark. What do we think is going to happen for Nintendo? I feel like the Prime. safe bet is Metroid Prime. Yeah, Prime 4. But do you agree, Greg? Yeah. Well, I mean, what does that entail? Full-blown, like, hey, trailer, here's the first look, or is it just like another teaser that actually is a teaser? I think we see a trailer with gameplay footage. I, I'm going to say I think we get... A trailer with an idea of what the game is, yeah. whether it's gameplay or just a little bit. But the bigger announcement is Metroid Prime Trilogy mm. coming to Switch. Hmm. I mean, I, I think putting Trilogy on Switch is almost a no-brainer. Although, who'd be doing it? That's something I don't know, because here's the thing. I think it's going to be a Bayonetta-style situation last year, where it's like, Bayonetta 3, also 1 and 2 are coming yeah. really soon. Yeah. I think it's going to be Metroid Prime 4. The trilogy's coming soon. Um, it could even just be made by like the guys that did. What was it? Uh, what are they name? What about Blue, Blue Point? Point? Blue Point. Blue Point. Yeah. So Blue Point's on here. As yeah. A, Blue as Point a question. Would work they as a, they what the rumors uh, from them has been that they're working on something that's big, and that they also are doing their own thing too, right? Yeah. Blue Point would be perfect for something like that. I don't think it'd be them. I, I think it'd be. I'm blanking on their name. Start with the G. The guys that uh, did the Ocarina of Time 3D. Oh. Oh, I forget what they're called too. Um, Geno's East. Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. riveting radio here. Look at that. What are those guys called? 
The team I am talking about yeah. is Grezzo. Okay, Grezzo. Grezzo. Yeah. I can well, see they, it being like Grezzo or something They like just that. did uh, Luigi's Mansion. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I wonder. We have to see what oh, Koichi Ichi is up to. Yeah, so Metroid Prime. Do you guys... That, we, we think we're seeing four. I would if Metroid Prime Four is not shown with a trailer of some kind, probably with at least a little mm-hmm. pinch of gameplay in a corridor or something, I will be shocked because the next good opportunity for that is eight months from now at E3 because that is an American market game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also Nintendo though. They don't need they could do a direct. They yeah. could do a direct whenever they, they wanted for it. But I also feel they like take the pop here and then make a direct. Yeah. So this, I think you do a trailer, but I don't think it's got gameplay. Like, well, you're talking about like fast. Like, yeah. do you need things. something more than just the logo? Because well, we no, yeah, I'm not that. no logo, but I think it could be, you know, a cinematic. Or yeah, Sam is running. Yep. Something's chasing her. Yeah, ball yeah. through something. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's the kind of thing I'm thinking about. So I, I really do feel like that's this is this is our game. Mm-hmm. Metroid is along with Castlevania. Metroid is our game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, Nintendo knows that as well as anybody. This is a great forum to show off. Totally. Gears Five. Hmm. Uh, no. No. Halo Infinite. Yes. Wow. Wow. I think we'll see one. Yeah. One or the other. I think they know we want to see Halo more than we want to see Gears. And I think they'll try to make that happen. I mean, Gears is very exciting, but which is going to get people riled up for that for that upcoming gen, you mm-hmm. know, because I understand Infinite's probably going to be on current gen hardware, but it's still going to get Xbox in people's minds again. Halo does that like nothing else. Hmm. Yeah, that makes a good point. It's sometimes I forget they showed that gear stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I was like, all oh, right, they did that already at E3. Like, yeah. oh, that's kind of totally forgotten. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to show Halo, but I really want them to. I think they are. I hope they if do. If they can. If I they think it's going to be one or the other. I think it'll be Gears or Halo. Um,. Nintendo announcing DLC for an existing game. Smash or an existing Smash. Switch game. Well, sma- so yes, either a Smash character mm-hmm. or Mario Odyssey DLC or At something like that. At this point, I think Mario... Oh, well, maybe maybe crappy DLC. Yeah, mm, I think okay. Mario Odyssey 2 is a shoe-in now. They yeah. waited too long for, for DLC. Yeah, the, the ship seems like it's passed on yeah, Odyssey. So I'd say maybe... So, but yes, maybe crappy DLC for one of their other major titles. Yeah, I'm going to go in on that. Okay. I shouldn't call it crappy, but yeah, you know what yeah, I'm talking like, about, like you know, balloons. The balloon stuff, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or maybe something that looks a little cooler. I mean, Borderlands Three. Yes, I would say yeah. Why the fuck not? Yes, now the time it's going to show up at some point. The time has come. Please tell me you've got like six things on crackdown in there. <laughs> I don't. Terry Crews on stage. Yes. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah think totally. So Terry Crews, yeah. we're in LA. Everybody loves Terry. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I agree. Microsoft gave him a chunk of change to get him over there to hang out with Jeff. Yeah. Uh, man, Borderlands 3. Yeah, Borderlands 3. I could see it real easily, but I don't feel it. I could see yeah. it. You know, all, all, everything you said, I could f- see. Yeah. I just don't feel it. If if I'm if I'm Gearbox, I'm sitting there going, this is my chance to own the evening. Yeah. Like, you could really just you blow people's socks off. I will say that right now, so the next one, Cyberpunk. Well, oh, yeah, oh, well, are we skipping past Borderlands? Oh, what's your... Yeah, I think that's Gearbox's chance, but then, don't forget, it's 2K publishing. Right. And 2K is still riding on Red Dead. Yeah, but 2K knows that knows that Borderlands isn't going to 
cut into that pie. No, not cut into it. But I think about like, that's definitely going to be a boon for them in terms of their bottom line. And it's take two interactive. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like you could wait, let the ride the red dead wave of stock. Mm-hmm. You don't need to get in the way of that. That's like why? And, and when we do it now, it's, I mean, we're already so high. It's not like it's going to go crazy, right? Wait, wait for the, you know, inevitable ebb and then pop it up. Mm. This is a very good argument. And I would not be surprised if you're correct. On the other hand, internally, you know that you've got people screaming and waving their arms sure. at Take-Two. Over here! We're making Borderlands! Don't forget us! Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally, totally, like totally. getting a bone thrown in them, you mm. know, in this situation. Mm. But yes, yeah, so your argument makes a lot of sense as well. We'll see. Cyberpunk. Mm. I think we'll see something. Really? Yeah. It's about time, isn't it? Is it? They just gave a giant drop at E3, and they really? put it out since then. Like, I really don't think they need to. They don't. Cyberpunk. But it's Jeff, and it's, yeah. it's a huge stage. I get that. Cyberpunk goes quiet, or Cyberpunk screams. My thing with all of this is I feel like any time we've ever done predictions for trade shows, I've always been a bit more confident than I am with this. Yeah, this one feels like a this weird one, one. We're also a couple weeks out. Normally, we're a little bit closer to it. There's like more rumors circulating. There's nothing for this. Yeah. There's no like word on the street is this gonna, is going to happen. It's like there's been so many directs or just PlayStation blog updates or Xbox's XO thing. Like games have been announced at such a, a rapid clip or talked about in a way or didn't show up at things that they would have showed up at if they were going to show up. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know. I think this show is going to be freaking huge and impress the hell out of us. I, I think we too. saw a lot of cyberpunk. You, Greg, I. We talked about it a lot, but other people didn't see much cyberpunk. They released, they released it. it. They released yeah. the entire I, demo. I know. Uh, during E3, though, they released the demo later on. Right? Yeah. I mean, that was, what, three weeks later? Yeah, it was a while. This is a chance to have people that tune in of Who didn't want to go look at the mentality be like, mm. by the way, guys. So, yeah, actually, I think they do. They show something. What would be your guys' get hyped Gatorade moment? Rocksteady. I mean, there's a. I mean, a lot of the things you've listed are get hype. You know what mm. I mean? If they show more cyberpunk, that'd be so super fucking cool, right? Crash Team Racing. Yeah, that'd be am- that would be awesome, right? I believe. And you, and without a PSX, you wonder about stuff like that of like what's uh, what has been left out there that is like you know yeah. still twisting the wind. Uh, Star Fox Racer. Oh shit! That would be a market hype. Is that the way that was rumored? Yeah. yeah, Star Fox Grand Prix. Yeah, Star Fox Grand Prix would be my get hype. And if you were going to announce it, this would be a great window. I've heard so much about that game yep. off the record of just people talking this way, this way, whatever the fuck. It could all be rumors. It could all be wrong, whatever. It, that game existed. Does it still exist? That's the big question. Because I like the people claim that they've played it. So that game supposedly in some playable form has existed, but... What the fuck's retro up to? I don't know. And I feel like we've asked that question for so long and not gotten an answer. Yeah. That that either means there's trouble, like bad, bad trouble, or they're gearing up for something big. This would be a great time to talk about it. It would. It really would. Oh, I'm excited for that. Well, I can't wait for Game Awards. Wait and see. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching this, for enjoying this. If you have predictions for the game awards leave them in the comments below 
Until then, we're going to get into the post show. Talk to the chat for a bit. If you want to be part of the post show next week, all you got to do is go to kindoffunny.com. Nope, patreon.com slash <laughs> kindoffunnygames. And you too can watch live and be part of the post show. Thank you very much. Should we do a predictions episode for the Kind of Funny Showcase? For kind of Funny Game Showcase? Yeah. Just get go, go 10 for 10. <laughs> you know what I would love to do? And I don't know how to, to best coordinate this, but like get people to do a predictions episode. Oh, that's I awesome. want to know what people think. That's when it'll be your, your, your the, well, retro or whatever. Uh, Metroid Prime wasn't a game award, so it's got to be at the show. Okay, it's like, no, awesome. no, under no, no circumstance. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Pro show.